Presented by the 910 Comedy Podcast Network. We are back. I'm Minda. I'm Jenna. <laughs> we are so excited. We have some very special guests with us today on Dead Girls Talking. I can't even believe you guys had the time to even take out of your day. Yes, we us. are joined by the ladies of the Feral Hogs comedy troupe. It's Hillary Begley and Bridget Martin. Thank you so much for coming Hello. on. Thank you so Hi. much for having us. I'm Hillary. I'm Bridget. And you guys are joining us from... Chattanooga right now? Chattanooga, Tennessee today, yes. Yeah, so what are you guys doing over in Chattanooga? Um, I have been doing shows since this past Wednesday in Florida and in Chattanooga and in Huntsville, Alabama. I have my last show here in Chattanooga tonight. Gosh, you've been so busy. I've been watching your yeah. progress. Yeah. Bridget's been booking me out really well. Bridget's the best. She's fantastic. <laughs> so you guys have a pretty, like, like Jenna mentioned, you have the feral hogs. Let's yes. So tell. So we have a humongous listenership all over the world. Oh, hello, hello. all over the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like that's real. So yeah. go ahead and kind of explain your show to folks who, number one, aren't in America, and two, the states and cities you haven't been to yet because you know they're going to want to book you once they hear this. Well, the uh, the Feral Hogs tour was a um, a, t- a tour starring Hillary Begley oh, from the no. Netflix original <laughs> Dumplin. Oh, <laughs> yeah. we love Dumplin. I'm it's glad you so good. It there couldn't it's have been good. a better thing for me to be a part of as the first thing I worked on, my first project. You know, it was fantastic. And I was the the feature on the show, and then we had other hogs involved, like Ari Kobler out of Huntsville and Andre. we call him andrew ferrari yeah Um, but his name is andrew ferrara uh based out of now new york city yeah he just left pensacola he was the producer of pensacola pride oh wow yeah the pride fest it was a comedy festival that goes for like p3 p3 comedy fest was for three week uh no three nights a whole weekend bridget you're gonna have to link us up with that person Yes, Yes, because you will love him. He's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I bet. Wendy Williams. He was just recently on Wendy Williams. And I miss our search, too. And live to tell the tale. She is so mean. Is she mean in person? I, well, I've never met her. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. We have to enjoy her show. I've even tried. I'm a little afraid of her. Yeah, right, but you're yeah, like, yeah. why am I scared of her? It's, a, it's just not, something's off. She just off. doesn't seem like a person I'd enjoy talking to. <laughs> right? She seems like she would have been really mean to me in high school. I think. Right? I mean, not yeah. that you know, Wendy Williams or nothing, but no, like, no. I don't like her. Totally <laughs> We're not going to hate on her because we're scared of her. If you're yeah, listening, right? If you're listening, Wendy Williams. She's just different. <laughs> So you brought up Dumpling, which is on Netflix. Yes. Tell, do you want to talk about how you got involved in that project? Um, I will say this. Stand-up comedy, because it goes with both things. It goes with yeah. Arrow Hogs Tour, and it goes with Dumpling. Stand-up comedy has taken me further than anything else that I've ever done in my entire life. And I have done an array of jobs. Okay. <laughs> um, I started doing stand-up in 2013. And... 
I did it for like two years, but didn't take it very seriously. And then I got into a semi-abusive relationship and I ran away to New Orleans and I lived in New Orleans for a year in 2015. And when I moved back home in 2016, I started doing comedy again. Like I was finally like, I built myself back up again. I'm a person and I'm hilarious and listen to me talk. And I started doing it again. And then I, I, started getting asked to do shows. And then within three months of that, I started getting paid to do shows. And I was like, wait a minute, can I do this? Can I do this for real? For And um, I ended up getting a spot opening for John Reap at the Orange Peel in Asheville, North Carolina. It's a fairly prominent music venue that we have there. And um, I opened for John Reap. And a friend of mine, that was like my first, like, oh, I'm opening for somebody big. Right. right. <laughs> like, he won last comic standing in like 2010. But I'm like, yes. But, in, but, but, but like, in our world, that's like yeah. huge. Like in the yeah, right, yeah. 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 Like, oh, pe- people on the outside don't understand. Kumar's Guantanamo yeah. Bay movie or something. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, he's a big deal. Um, but I felt like I had just, that was it. I made it. I got asked for my first autograph that night. I was like, this is it. That's awesome. <laughs> but a friend of mine had shared the, uh, Facebook event and my picture was like a half inch big at the bottom of the poster and a casting director that she had worked with previously saw my picture went through my Facebook and saw that I did stand up comedy and called my friend and said, who is this girl? Can I have her phone number? Uh, my friend called me and she's like, listen, if anybody from Atlanta, New Orleans or LA calls you today, you better answer it. Right. Pick the phone up. <laughs> yeah. Pick the phone up because something big could be happening. And I waited all day and then I waited for a whole week before them fools called me. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah, a whole week. Like, oh my God, I was freaking out the whole time. They called me a week later and it was the casting director's assistant and she asked me for my stand-up video. I sent her, I sent her one. She sent that to Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston thought I was hilarious and had them bring me in for a live audition. Wow. In Atlanta. And they knew within 10 minutes of me walking in that room that they wanted me to be Aunt Lucy. Absolutely. So yeah. you were truly discovered. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't like try. I've always <laughs> wanted to do this. I've always wanted, like, since I learned about drama in the eighth grade, I'm like, I'm going to do this one day. She's going to make it in the movies. <laughs> Let them come to you. Yeah, that's well, amazing. Yeah, yeah, but they do. Everything I've ever worked really hard for and strived after. Nope. It just blows up in my face. Right. <laughs> but every life-changing event has all but fallen directly into my lap. Even how Bridget and I got together. She came, I was running um, I was running a Sunday night open mic called Hallelujah Hillary's Comedy Revival. And was that in Chattanooga or was that in Nashville? Nashville, North Nashville. North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I was on the road with Ari Copler, yeah. who was one of the original hogs. She, they came, she emailed me and asked about being on the show and I feature people that are coming through town all the time. So I was like, yeah, absolutely. And then afterwards she, I was like, I really liked your set. You guys did good, but I didn't even listen. I was Uh, in the room. I was trying to get people from the bar side to go into the comedy room. I didn't even actually get to hear her. And I was driving home on high, like, 
He was really? big. They liked my set because I thought she was so cool. <laughs> I walked in there and I was like, look how cool this bitch is. <laughs> and then and then she said she liked my set. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then how long? Later, yeah, I was going to say, how many years later did she tell you that, that she didn't? Even- no, even. It wasn't that long. She asked me that night. She was like, would you like to go on tour sometime? I was like, yeah. No, you how long afterwards did I find out that you didn't actually watch Oh, that, that you did. Well, yeah, I think I just later. told you this past year about yeah. that. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you ever give somebody a compliment, though, and then they ask you a follow-up question? Oh, yeah. No, she didn't. She like just went it. away. But then, <laughs> but then she actually followed through. I have people ask me all the time if I want to go on tour, but then nobody ever actually yeah. followed throughs. Follow throughs, follows through, <laughs> but she did. Sorry, it's okay. She called me and I was like, "Okay, let's go." And so I didn't know her. I didn't know Ari Kobler, but I'm an adventurous person. So, yeah. <laughs> to say the least, <laughs> she booked us on two weeks tour out on the road, and I'm like, "All right, let's go." What were the touring conditions like? <laughs> well, um, um, so it was the first time I had ever booked anything on that scale. Um, it was the first time she had ever gone out and done anything like that for that many days. Yeah, yeah. So it was a learning experience for yes, all. It was. But I mean, we. So the biggest problem was accommodations. I'd say. Yeah. Because we stayed. I'm not spoiled, but she don't like staying in Motel Six. Hold on. No, not just any Motel 6, okay? I'm okay. I grew up, my dad, that's where we stayed, okay? But the Motel 6 that I was booked in had warnings about locking the deadbolt because weary travelers would break into the Weary travelers? Yeah, that's what it said on the placard, on the wall, door on the inside. There's like scrape marks on it. I'm like, oh. That's a really nice way to say meth head. Yeah, right. They're like, danger, danger. Well, so I think there's three of us. Like, we ain't going to be taken over. We we were three hogs, three big fat Yeah. Okay, I wasn't a part of the naming of the tour either. She just called me and she's like, what do you think about this? And I said, feral hogs. So I explain. think of myself more of a Miss Piggy kind of, <laughs> you know, not a feral hog, but it was three fat white girls. What else are you going to call us? But where did you get the name, Bridget? Because isn't there a story behind the name? Not really. It was Ari and I were talking about it. And I don't know which one of us said it, but I was like, well, that's brilliant. I'm like, yeah, uh, because feral hogs was kind of a big thing. A few years ago, anyway, when they were running a all nuisance. over, yeah, they were, yeah, when they, yeah, when they were a nuisance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it just kind of made sense. Plus, you know, we were three body, you know, yeah. women. Like it, it wasn't, you know, we're not like meek or anything like that. So. I wanted to make a calendar of us rolling in mud so badly. Oh my gosh, I think it can still happen. Yeah. I don't see why it's going to have to be the farmer instead of one of the pigs now. So. <laughs> For you guys that are listening, Hillary said that because Bridget has lost a considerable amount of weight. Yeah, like 100 pounds. Yeah. Do you want to go into that a little bit? Yeah. So we have been on tour. So we were on our second tour. Where yes. That's where we went with Andrew, Andrew Ferrara, Ferrara, where the conditions were a little Bleak. bit better. <laughs> 
No, bleak. <laughs> our, but like our accommodations were better, but yeah. the first eight days of our tour then was treacherous. We got caught in the, that ice storm in Texas. Oh no! We, we, yeah, we had no. We couldn't stay out. We couldn't sleep in the car on the side of the road. We were about to be out of gas. They were rationing food at grocery stores. Like everywhere was closed. All the hotels were full, and. And Andrew Ferrari, he drove for 18 and a half hours straight on black eyes through the entire state of Texas. For the comedy. boy had never driven in the snow before. He was from Florida. Oh, my gosh. Bridget, that's some serious tour issues. Yeah, well, okay, so I didn't plan for weather. Yeah, I mean, well, we I mean, nobody plans for that Texas. weather. Nobody well, plans for we that already, weather. We were already having trouble with our packing as it was because our tour started in Anniston, Alabama in February. Oof. And then brought us all the way out to Honolulu, Hawaii. See, it has a happy ending. <laughs> we went, I went all the way to Hawaii to do comedy this year. Oh, uh, at the Aloha Festival? Yes. Yes. yes that actually got canceled, but we had already bought our tickets, so they put us on a show anyway. Yes. Nice. It was cool. It was awesome. Um, and then we came all the way back, so we had to pack for two different kinds of weather. Yeah. As it was in this uh, Honda... Civic? Accord. No, it was a Honda Accord, wasn't it? <laughs> I think it was a Civic. Civic maybe. Gallivant. Poor Gallivant. Yeah, that makes a difference. Oh, my God. So it, well, it being so packed down, though, helped with the ice. ice. It, it, right. it helped us get through the snow because we also crashed into the side of a mountain in the Ozarks. Like... <laughs> You crashed into the side of a mountain? like you Yes, crashed? because the snow didn't stop. We kept going, but the tire was the tire was messed up by the time we got to our destination. We got stuck there for two days. So you're saying that large women are safer in snow? <laughs> yeah. 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 First. Uh, we're, we got we're safer in anywhere. Right? Exactly. I've got plenty of uh, thermal insulation and we had to build an igloo. Yeah, and we had so many clothes. We, yeah, None and we had clothes. tuna packets. Oh my god, there were tuna packets. There were so many tuna packets. Andrew Ferrara went to Walmart and loaded up on the dollar tuna packets, like lemon pepper, Thai garlic. Yeah, all, all those, those like seasoned ones already. As if they didn't smell bad enough. This is the glamorous side of comedy that most people oh, don't hear. Don't talk about? So yeah. Because I didn't know about it. Of course, I don't know about a lot of stuff. I didn't yeah. know. I was I was running a show for two years before I knew the difference between an open mic and a showcase. Like, oh. When I say things fall into my lap, I oh. mean they fall directly into my lap. Oh, man. When did you learn the difference? Because <laughs> there's like a pay difference. Usually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was. Yeah. Absolutely. There was um, a friend of mine and a comedian that I love and respect, Tom Peters. It, he was he was on my show <laughs> and they were like, so what's the lineup? I was like, I don't care. <laughs> However, you wrote it in the notebook. I was like, whatever it is, I'm just going to go with that. Like I had zero experience whatsoever, but people enjoy me. <laughs> yeah, I, I relate to that. Like, the the lady's like, yes, do this show. And I'm like, all right. He gets on, I introduce him. He goes on stage and he's like, give it up for your host, everybody. This job is really hard to do, even if you do know what you're doing. 
That's funny. <laughs> yeah. He comes over and I'm like, hey, man, what, uh, what am I doing wrong? Like, what's happening? He's like, dude, you have to come to the other open mic so you know what's happening. It was that's, great. that's awesome, though, because normally, first of all, you're female. You're female booker. and you're. Oh, yeah. So they were trying to laugh me out. Asheville had a very supportive scene. Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Like. And if there were douchebags, they got weeded out real quick. They like come under pseudo names so that <laughs> they can still try to get on the stage. Really? So yeah. I'm, the, I'm the only female booker in my little area, and it's it's kind of rough sometimes. So I yeah, I'm, I'm glad to hear that Asheville has been treating you well. Yeah, that's how Bridget and I know each other. She was trying to get a show mm-hmm. come through here, and I okay. Where are you again? We're in Fayetteville. Oh, okay. So isn't Fayetteville near Lumberton? Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard it that way before, but yes. Well, I went to Lakeview <laughs> Elementary School. I live oh. right there in South Carolina. I grew up there from yeah. two to thirteen, so I'm fairly close. I had a step grandma that lived in Lumberton. Sure. So you're really um, well versed in south of the border. So, yes, uh, south yes. of the border. Every uh, yes, we went it. there on our tour. Yeah, yeah. there. I was yeah. like, we have to stop at South of the Border. I've been pictured on every single one of those animals out there from the <laughs> age of, uh, like, toddler on up. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, so you had started to say that you were doing a tour, Bridget. Yes. So and we, Yeah. So we had big plans, like, because that was our first big tour of the year. And then it was like, okay, and then we're going to do another big tour. And then. You know, so Feral Hogs, we were gaining some steam and like people were like, you need to come back. Well, like, that wasn't Hawaii, though, right? On that tour? No, no. The first tour when we were with Ari. Even then people wanted. Yeah, us they to wanted back. us to come back. But then COVID happened. Oh, like, yeah. And that, so we I went on our home. first tour together yeah. with Ari Kobler mm-hmm. and that we were the Feral Hogs, the three fat white girls. And then. Everywhere we hit, they loved us. They said it was the best show that they had ever produced at that place, whatever. Like constant positive feedback. And then we were we had a tour booked from January all the way into July. We had dates wow. booked out. And then COVID. COVID happened and knocked yeah. it all out. Like I was yeah. I was paying all of my rent with comedy money right before COVID. I mean, I was having which, things. Which, for the people it's that are listening, huge. you have to understand that is That's humongous. Huge. That is yeah. huge. If Especially for those of us, like Hillary does have a big, huge credit behind her name. And we've all got some stuff. But to consistently make enough money in comedy to pay your rent, that's yeah. humongous. Do not consistently lose money. Right. (laughs) That's what I was getting to. Like I was able to step down to part-time at my job. And then I could also like, I wasn't losing money when I went to my shows, which was, I mean, I wasn't making like buku bucks, but in the negative, but you could live. I could have an extra, you know, 25, $30 Thirty dollars mm-hmm. when I got home, I was like, "Yeah, I'm doing it." Yeah. Okay. If, if you can make cash and not like a drink voucher or like Jenna said, a "Oh yeah," swing, you're like, like "Here, have big. some dinner." Have some dinner, which I will exactly. also take. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like, like, I'm hungry too, so I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, which we do. We, you know, we 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 were very fortunate to have a lot of gigs where <laughs> things were included, which also made it. Easier, easier to tour yeah yeah or if there were people that we knew that we could stay with made it way easier yeah but we had like big plans COVID happened then we came back with the um aloha tour where we went all the way to hawaii and back with andrew ferrara because 
uh, Ari at the time wasn't comfortable coming out yet. Yeah. Because it was still, COVID. I mean, it was February of 2021. Like we still are not out of. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, they canceled the Aloha festival because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it was Everything too late. Was in motion. I, re- I last December after we, like we found out what December 2nd, we found out December 2nd that we made it into the Aloha Comedy Festival, right? Oh, yeah. So I was like, I got to figure out how I'm going to raise the money to get there. And I did a squat challenge dressed in holiday attire. And I raised all of the money in like two weeks. I raised wow. enough money to... It was insane. Yeah. It was so awesome. Yeah, it was cool. I was... <laughs> I was all characters. Like I, I remember that because Bridget was posting about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. she was, like, she was like your hype man. I got a couple of outfits. She got a couple of outfits. Yeah, yeah. and I was really happy. I was like, hey, because I needed new clothes. Because at the time I was losing weight and I, I didn't know what was going on. So. Yeah. So when did you figure out why you were losing weight? In May. So yes. again, we're getting started. We just finished the Aloha tour and I'm starting to book stuff. I got us in uh, Florida in June. We had yeah. a tour in Florida and like things were awesome. And I'm like, all right, we're back on. Yeah. Barrel Halls. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. And we're just going. And then in May, on May 1st, I was featuring um, for like the second time at my home club. And it was, it was always really hard for me to get feature work there, uh, because I'm a dirty female and they don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's very difficult. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I was so happy to have this week. And the night before was the first night. It was the end of April and I had just ate the biggest dick on stage. And I was like, Oh no. <laughs> And then I had to go to work the next day, but I couldn't even get up. So I called in and I was like, I'm not feeling good. And then the next day I couldn't get out of bed. And I told my partner, I'm like, I think I need to go to the hospital. And she was like, I have to go to work, but okay. Like, cause she thought I was just being dramatic because I didn't want to go to work. <laughs> but I had also canceled my show the night before, which like. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Like that show no. was really Important it was important. You. I was right. making money. It was like good money because I was not having to travel. And you've been like, asking for like ever. multiple years, right? Yes. Like, oh, so man. it was a big deal. I was like, what do you mean you canceled your show? Yeah. So go to the hospital and find out that I was like internally bleeding. And I was like, oh man, I was just hoping to get out of work for the day, but they're admitting me to the hospital. And I'm like, mm, yeah. well, this ain't good. Like, yeah. I didn't need to tell you to take me to the hospital. Yeah, right. <laughs> so then I get admitted. And then like, long story short, I was diagnosed with liver disease. I have a uh, cirrhosis and it's um, stage three. And it, that's why I like lost all the weight because my liver was just shot. And that was one of the big symptoms actually. Was weight loss. Was weight loss, and I didn't know. But I had also had like really bad pain in my abdomen and stuff like that. And I had been going to the doctor, but they never, they were like, we don't know. We don't know. But there's all these expensive tests that you can do. But I'm like, well, even with my insurance, I can't afford these tests because it would be like five, yeah, five, between like five and a thousand dollars every time. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't keep spending money on these tests and you don't know what's wrong. Yeah. Well, then. They found out. <laughs> they figured it out. They found did out. They, did they tell you to lose weight when you were in there complaining of the pain? 
That makes me so mad. Yeah, that's no. a thing. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, no, like, that's that happens to me all the time. So I've been having trouble for the past five years. Oh my god! So, like, geez. so the whole time we were on tour, I was dying too, but wasn't oh my, my liver? It was my uterus. Yeah, and uh, so I was in the hospital for a month from May to, or not? Well, not a month. I was in the hospital for two weeks, but I was out of commission, and I had to cancel all of these dates. Oh my God. I had to undo all this work that I had spent months working on. Uh, that sucks so hard. It, you know, yeah. so and I was just like, what the F? But I was like, what the F? <laughs> there was one, there was one that took me years to get done. And it was a date for both Hillary and I as the feral hogs in Tampa, Florida. And I'm like, it's middle of June. I'm like, I'm going to that show. Come hell or high water. Yeah. I ended up going back to the hospital for a procedure right before I went, but it was necessary because otherwise I couldn't have done it. Yeah. Uh, and then we went to Florida. We went to Florida. And Hillary was dying. I was dying. She oh, was my God. Dying. My uterus was trying to kill me. Like yeah. murder, murder. As they do. As they do. Yeah. yeah. But I've been having trouble with this for the past five years. Like I was bleeding over eight months straight through mm-hmm. out of the year for the past five years. And not just, like and not months. like a little bit, like, <laughs> like this is a lot for your listeners. I'm sure. Uh, they listen to me talk about dead people. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it was like, I was just dropping dead people. <laughs> it was whole people. No, I'm just like, it was crazy. Sometimes like it had affected my, all of my regular jobs already. I couldn't do them. And then it started to affect me on stage where I couldn't get through a 45 minute set. Like we were in Alabama and I was trying to record an album, like voice record an album. And halfway through, I dropped the clot the size of a gerbil and had to (laughs) leave off the stage. I'm like, I can't. Oh my goodness. So luckily right after we came back from Florida, because before we left to go to Hawaii, I had gotten an IUD put in trying to fix all of this shit. And that was excruciating for our entire tour and didn't get any better. And so when I, when we got back home, I finally was like, look, y'all got to do something. Like I can't handle this anymore. And finally one doctor listened to me and she's like, wait, you've already had this issue and this issue. And like, it's still happening. She's like, let's just go ahead and take it out. So June 14th, my uterus Charles got evicted. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was a boy. Yeah. It was a big deal. Like I have merch of Charles. Like I because he was such a prominent part of my life for the past five years, I have full jokes about his ass. And then I got the IUD. I said that was his girlfriend, Loletta. And I took them all the way to Hawaii on a honeymoon vacation. And they were still arguing and trying to kill me. This is how they repay you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Because it was right before, like literally the day before we left on tour, she got her IUD put in. Yeah. And then the day before the big Tampa date, I'm in the hospital having a procedure Days after, no, the day after, after yeah, I go back Tampa from, date, she goes and has a hysterectomy. Yeah, they were like, Wait, you, you, you're flying in for your surgery this morning? I said, Yes, I'm on my way. Was that, was that after you did dumpling or before? That was after. Oh dumpling my gosh, so people you knew the, you. I was actually bleeding on Dumplin' too. Like, remember when the eclipse happened? In, it was August 18th. The eclipse happened, and that 
Man, that eclipse got me, bro. I started that day. And then all the, like, I was the only one that was allowed to use the bathroom in the house, in Aunt Lucy's house. Everybody else had to go to the trailer, but I couldn't get there. Every day they were doing my makeup. They're like, girl, did you even sleep last night? Aww. I was like, I did. I'm just losing blood. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. They're like, keep trying to add add shit for these bags. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. I've lost all my blood. Even more Hollywood glamour, folks. <laughs> yes. After she has her hysterectomy, finds out that she had a raging case of endometriosis, where they had done tests multiple times. They couldn't see anything. Every time I'd gone to the doctor, all they said was, you need to lose weight because your uterus is beautiful. It's a perfect womb. It's a womb with a view. Yeah. A perfect womb, she kept calling it. I said... I cannot handle this anymore. I was like, I'm not having no more cheering. Like, you got to get rid of this, please. And they couldn't. I was completely undiagnosed until after the surgery. So the top part was pretty. The inside was pretty. But when you when they snipped it and lifted it, it was like a rotten log lifted off the ground. With it had knobs in it. It looked like it was trying to grow a dick. I'm like, that's why his name is Charles. I told my doctor the the jokes about it. The whole surgical team came to my show the following. Well, when I was allowed to do shows again, the next show that I had, they all showed up and I asked my doctor if I could keep my uterus. I was like, if I, when you take it out, can I have it? <laughs> and they said, yeah, but it had to be sent off for testing. So it was going to come back in pieces. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I don't want a jar of uterine parts. <laughs> like, I wanted the whole thing. So in celebration for this, my doctor took it out and then made it a bow tie and eyeballs and a monocle. <laughs> and she put eyelashes on the IUD and the fallopian tube wrapped around it. Like they had. Doctor's awesome. Yeah, my doctor was awesome. It was she, fantastic. Uh, she posted it on Instagram. If you go on yeah. Instagram, you'll see it. And it. It was hysterical. We're going to share it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll share, absolutely. We'll share yeah. Our stuff. Like some people were like, hey, they're like, is this that? your real uterus? And I was like, that's awesome. That, yeah. It's only like that big too. In real right. life. I yeah. thought it was going to be the size of a bag no. of flour. Like, no, no, no. It's, a, it's tiny, but deadly. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this little thing is what's been causing me immortal pain for the past mm. my whole life. Yeah. Jesus. So How's everybody we were, feeling now? Um, like a million bucks. My boyfriend don't know what to do with me anymore because my energy is so much more up. He's like, damn, you don't even lay around no more. <laughs> Put it back in. Yeah, he's like, do you you sure you didn't need that? <laughs> oh, he's happy that I'm not dying all the time. We're happy that you're not dying all the time. Me too. Yeah, yeah, that was rough. It was rough to watch and it was rough to, because while we were on tour both times, yeah, it was a thing, and it was just like I, what you know? Yeah, and like, tampons are expensive. Yeah, I was I, sometimes I had to wear diapers. Ooh. That's a lot. That is a this. lot. It's <laughs> a lot. It's okay. It's good though. It's Christmas. Let's. Yeah, <laughs> she's in a giving mood. Yeah, <laughs> deck the whole. Uh-huh. 
So <laughs> she had to recuperate. She wasn't allowed to do shows for a while. So we ended up having to cancel more shows. Yeah. Did you do the Zoom thing? I didn't really do too much. No. no. Yeah. I'm no, not, like, not, I don't even scared, really love not, this. Yeah. Oh. No, no. I love this. You guys are great. But like you oh, at my video. house, my internet is all shaky. And so yeah. I can't stay in. Right. It just frustrates me. Yeah, and I just I like weird. to be live and in the moment yes. with you. Yeah, it was hard. I I watched a couple and it was it was hard. You yeah, know? And, and more power to those people that could do it. So I mean, I respect. I have all me the respect too. for y'all, but it is not. I, it's not for me. It's not mm. for me. I'm gonna have to be the people that pulls us all back together after this is over. Have a revival. Yes, exactly. Oh my God. Hallelujah, Hallelujah Hillary's comedy revival. Oh, is that a thing? Did you that was that? the name of my yeah. open mic. <laughs> I'm so good at this job. You really are. Thank you. So, Bridget, how are you feeling? Um, I'm getting better. I had, um, so we had a, another little tour that we did where we went to New York City in yeah. September. My first time ever yeah. performing in New York City. And mine as well. So that was really exciting. And where did you guys, what room did you do? Oh, we did every borough. Oh, yeah. Oh, because we went as part of the Staten Island comedy, uh, comedy festival. festival. Uh, oh, five, nice. or the fifth borough. Yeah, the fifth borough comedy festival. So we went specifically for that. And that was a, an experience because it wasn't what you would think of New York City. Well, Staten Island is like, it's different. The it first different. place we performed was called Big Nose Kate's Saloon. And and I was confused by all of that to begin with. Yeah, just, it was just um, that I was like, saloon, they ain't got no cowboys out here. Yeah. And then it ended up being a police officer bar. So they had like a blue Lives Matter flag hanging from the ceiling above the stage. And there were badges and patches like under the glass layer on the table. How was that? Well, I mean, you know, it, it was inter I mean, like we I didn't I was uncomfortable at first because I was like, uh, how are these people going to deal with comedy react, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, of this type? Um, yeah, but it was like it ended up being OK. They were chatty because they were just drunk. Yeah, yes. Oh, drunk. Yeah. And like, they were, yeah, it was uh, a lot of them knew each other because they were there to see. Like, like one a, guy a that's really funny on TikTok, apparently. <laughs> I don't know how to feel that. about these TikToker comics yeah, either. Don't like, even get me started on that. I can't. I can't. Oh, man. I really no, can't. I have a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> I have a lot so, of opinions. It was interesting, though. But I, I don't, I don't. I don't want to say they were like rednecks because I wouldn't say rednecks. But if you were. To say rednecks. Well, they're from up north, so they're yeah. rednecks. Well, did you know that they fly rebel flags on places in, in New York? I'm like, y'all can't even say that's heritage. Y'all need to calm down. It's strange. <laughs> like, yeah, like up upstate New York. Yeah, I used to live in upstate New York, so we have counties down here, and they're up there with the boroughs, and everything is just goes weird from that, you know? Yeah. It's not what you would – it's not what – I was expecting either. <laughs> yeah. say, I've never performed. It was a learning story. experience. And oh I do want to go back, just maybe less to Staten yeah. Island. And, so, you know? and that was a whole nother learning experience because of the transportation, um, because we tried to use public transit. Uh, 
I didn't know my ass from apple butter about which way I was going. And I was freaking out, though. I was panicking. Like, ooh, you could just call me panicking. Oh panicking Skywalker because it was, I did not know what to do. It was a time. It was a time. It was so, it was intense. Um, and then, so then we decided, okay, like one time we were like, we'll just take my car into the city. And so then I had the city drive. Ooh, man, I beat my horn, I think, like, mm-hmm. twice. It was pretty cool. Um, but there were no traffic lines, but that was only in Staten Island. Yeah, Staten Island. Like, there were no have- lines on the lane lines on the road, but there were just three rows of cars <laughs> driving. He's going. driving by intuition. Fun. Yeah, and I was like, this is frightening. <laughs> um, so that was an experience. But when I was in New York, I just had a, a full-on meltdown. Um, because I was not doing well mentally or physically or emotionally. I was just uh, at my, I had reached my absolute max for all of those things at one time. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) And so I flew home and uh, I left Hillary there. With her car because she's the best. Yeah, with my car. And uh <laughs> and Petey Smith McDowell. Petey Smith McDowell. Yeah. Because how she, early did you fly home? Like how much time were you supposed to still be there? Well, well we were actually supposed to leave, but she uh became a internet sensation uh, real a uh, real quick um fifteen minutes of fame in New York City's Facebook group for comedy. First of all, <laughs> I just made a post and was like, hey, I'm Hillary from Netflix and Dumplin. I'm from Asheville and I'm funny. You want me on your shows. I'm famous. I, I, was so I, would, I would book you if I saw that. Right. Well, yeah. right. Well, but I was still being silly. And I'm like, plus my tarot reader told me I was going to be famous. So what other proof do you need? None. Joking. Okay. And this young child girl. <laughs> comments on it and she's like ew Facebook needs an eye roll button for this to respond to this and so it made me mad (laughs) but it also made other people mad yeah well it made me mad but I was still just like don't be a jerk you know because all these dudes started commenting on hers like oh you made a fan today like (laughs) so then she was just trying to be an asshole and I was like, if you need some help, I can roll them eyes back further in your hand, you know? And then she got nasty. And I was like, I'm just joking. Like, why are you mad? And she got more nasty. And then other people that had put me in the group and like were vouching for me and were like, Does she, does she have a Netflix special or? No, she kept calling me an extra. She kept calling me an extra. Like, we got to see how extra you can get. Nasty. Yeah. And I thought she was just trying to say that Hillary was extra. Yeah, no, no. no. <laughs> then I realized that she was trying to say that she was an extra in the movie and I was like, "Ooh, girl." No, I was like, oh. "So you haven't seen it." Either way, the uh, the women's group tried in like all the female comedians there, they're in their own private group and so they were all like calling me like, "Hey, we're doing research. We're trying to find this." <laughs> They were dragging the, her in their scene. And then it, it turns out she was just like a baby little open micer. That's what I was about to ask. Yeah. Yeah. She was just trying to be cool because some of the, I don't know. But Either she, way, I got booked on four or five other shows. Yeah, so she did you a bit. favor. Yeah. That's why I said, I was like, I want to pay her residuals. Like, what's your Venmo, girl? I need to get, 
I mean, I ain't make but six dollars at that one show, but still, <laughs> I'll give you all that just for the exposure. Yeah. Well, so yeah, so we were supposed to leave, but she ended up getting all these opportunities, and I was like, well, fuck, man, I'm gonna fly home because. <laughs> I got to go. Yeah. Um, so I, I had my one last little adventure and took my ass on a subway and bus ride and all kinds of rides to the airport. Uh, my one last navigation on the transit system and left my car with Hillary so that she and Petey could do more shows in New York. Yeah. And uh, that was fun. I didn't know that. I didn't know right then that you were on. done, done. I know we had the breakdown and we wept in the bathroom together, but I didn't know Thank that you. you were going to be like, I'm done. I was thinking you were going to come here, get your rest. By the time we got there, you were still going to be up and ready to go for our shows in Asheville. And she didn't have a backpack and had pajamas on. So we were returning her car, but she's going to drive us back to Asheville because that's where Petey and I are from. We live yeah. And we had show, a show that next night. And she's like, no, I'm not taking a bag. I'm like, what do you mean you're not taking a bag? And <laughs> she's like, I can't. And I cried the rest of the way back in the four hours back to Asheville. It was the worst car ride ever. I didn't mean to make you feel bad. I, I just like, feel things so passionately yeah, and like, outwardly. And I had already been feeling that. So, yeah. Uh, and then I had to be confronted with it. And I was like, uh. <laughs> so I just, it was too much. I just can't, I can't. So. Well, you what? were coming off like quite a year. I think you yeah. earned that breakdown. Oh, yeah, we were recapping last night. And this oh, my God. Been I mean, I can't believe it's been a year. And, uh, yeah, but Hillary is still a star, <laughs> <laughs> and I still have so much experience that I way can more use than I do. So I'm the her. face. <laughs> so and she needs to be corralled. Sometimes she's got to be put down. <laughs> so, but I um, so I'm not been, put down like be mean to me, like put me to bed, put yeah, me down, so, like she needs to sleep. <laughs> Tucked in. Tucked in. Down. Tucked yes, in. That's absolutely. so much better. Yeah. When I she, she, I say it like that because while we were on tour, we were in, uh, we were staying at a Motel 6 <laughs> and there was a, uh, a Harley Davidson biker gang that was staying in the rooms around us. Ooh, fun. And, oh, yeah, exactly. And Bridget was Tucson. like, Tucson, Arizona. Bridget was, we were staying in the Motel 6 because we didn't make any money in Texas because of the ice storm. Five shows. <laughs> Five canceled. shows. The guaranteed paid shows all got canceled because of the ice storm. Oh, so we're at the Motel 6 in Tucson, Arizona. And <laughs> she invites all these biker dudes to come to our show. And they're like, no, we're not. Well, maybe we're coming to the show. But when y'all get back, we'll be ready to party. So I got ready for the party <laughs> while, I was, while we were at the comedy show. I started drinking, so I was going to be ready to talk to these fellows when we got back. Sure. And uh, halfway through the night, I talked to some fellas, but they were the wrong ones. And then I, found, I met these two girls in the parking lot, and then we, we hung out, and I was drinking. But the Harley Davidson guys knocked on the door and was like, excuse me. <laughs> You need to keep it down. You're too loud. 
That's how you know. That's yeah, how you right. Know. Oh my Bridget's God. like, she's got to be put down. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I got to put her down. You're like, she's got to go to bed now. Like, good night, night. Yeah. And I, so I'm trying to, you know, corral her because it wasn't just these Harley Davidson dudes. I don't yeah. know why you're not saying who they were. I thought. <laughs> That they were all the Hells Angels. Well, no, they were the Hells Angels. Yes. It was the Hells Angels. I don't know why I called them Harley Davidson dudes yes. either. I'm like, why? It was the Hells Angels. Why is she being so evasive about? No, these my people? bad. It was the Hells Angels, but then they end up being the really nice they ones. They were so nice. There was another biker gang on the other side, and I thought they were all together because the other side was partying. So when I went, the nice guys, the nice Hells Angels, they had one guy guarding their bikes. So I go outside to smoke a cigarette with him. I was like, y'all told me to be quiet, but your boys over here are partying. And they were like, those are not our boys. <laughs> yeah. Those boys, they were yeah. fighting. They had a, a an aura about them that was terrifying. And I was like, I have got to get I wasn't scared <laughs> because I was too intoxicated. I was not afraid. So I was just like, hey. Bro. And I was just like, come on. Talking to them come and on. the other girls. That we met, I was like, hey, when I found out that they weren't part of the Hells Angels group, I was like, they're not together. Y'all got to be careful. They're like, we know. We've been trying to tell you. <laughs> and then Bridget's That's- like, who's tucking Hillary in? Exactly. <laughs> me. It was she me. did. Who so- tucks the tucker? Yeah, it was. That was a rough night. That was a hard one. We'll see. <laughs> You oh yeah, because I can't these. sleep. I'm a, I am truly a toddler on the loose. <laughs> she finds. So you've been on many adventures. You've had this year, and yeah. like Bridget, you've gone through some some changes. So my question is: is like, is being a feral hog a body type, or is it like a state of mind? I say state, it's of, state mind. of mind. So every time she calls me a strip of damn bacon, I'm like, <laughs> I am still a feral hog. <laughs> I am feral. Yeah, you are. I'm a hog. I was just making jokes. Yeah, I, I don't mean it. It's a state of mind. It truly <laughs> is a state of mind. Anybody can be a hog. That's why when Andrew Ferrari came around, we did the add a hog, add a hog, add a hog, 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 add a hog, add a hog, add a hog, hog, hog. Have you guys ever gotten any like negativity about the name or anything like that? Have anybody body positive people ever come at you or I guess body negative? Am I saying that wrong? Yeah. Well, I mean, some if people are surprised that like they just don't understand. They're yeah, like, they're like, what? My why? grandmother, for instance, is like, why is it called that, Hillary? Like, she's disgusted by it, but she's also most she's also disgusted by me a lot of times too. So, I don't, um. If we have gotten any flack, it's been so little that I don't remember it or, yeah, or know anything about it. Because everybody yeah. that has seen the show has enjoyed us enjoyed and wanted us, it, like, and like, wanted it to come back. So. They're like, "Wait, we expected something totally different, and then here we are giving it our truest yeah. and raw selves." Yeah, which is the state of mind of the feral hog. Is yeah. like unapologetically all the way you as authentically as you can be. And that's well, why she was the star. Well, well, it's already tough to be a chicken comedy. Yes. So you, you already have that. And then if you're going to be unapologetically yourself in comedy and a woman and like you've, you know, like you did the Netflix thing, which is huge and wonderful. And you're doing it as someone who doesn't fit a standard of 
somebody's idea of what a standard of beauty is. Well, I mean, it is the year of the fat girl. It's been the year of the big girl for a couple of years now. Like Lizzo done busted it out. Now you just got to be a better big girl. Like, cause you got more competition. All these girls are like, Oh, hold on. Prop tops. I might. Yeah, exactly. That's the confidence part. That's the, that's the, if you like a crop top, wear a crop top. Like, you know, it doesn't matter what size you are. Just, you know, do your, and that was like uh, my favorite part of the shows as well is it wasn't just that we delivered in terms of material. We also. Yeah. We, we, are, we put our drip. outfits together. Mm-hmm. We had some drip. Yeah. <laughs> well, I see. I know. I see Bridget all the time. Yeah, I know. I saw your holiday trip, Bridget. <laughs> but yeah, we go to Ross in every city. Because I think that's hilarious. Um, I love a Ross. Yeah. Like. Ooh. It's so easy. One day I'm going to be able to like maybe own a Ross or something, but I just think it's the idea of it is hilarious to like, I'm on the red carpet, right? For my next movie. And they're like, excuse me, ma'am, what are you wearing? I'm like, oh, Ross dress for less. (laughs) I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, we got compliments all the time about like how we presented ourselves. And we yeah. were just like, got it at Ross. Got, they're like, where'd you get that outfit? I'm like, it's how I'm wearing it, baby. Yes. It's so how I'm wearing it. We're talking a lot about Dumplin', but you have other films to your name, right, Hillary? Ooh. <laughs> oh. Yes, I do. There she is does. one. There is one. We uh, won the Austin Film Festival. And we were number one in the Christian movie, family movies. You were number one in the Christian family movie category? <laughs> yes. Tell me um, more. There was a movie. It's now on Amazon Prime, but it was originally supposed to be on the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> <laughs> so you get it, you know. Um, the home, my grandparents were pumped. Like they were so <laughs> excited. They got T-shirts that said, "It's a hot chocolate and Hallmark kind of night." <laughs> you know, so sweet. Um, <laughs> it's it is it's Cloris Leachman's last film before she passed away. Oh, oh damn! So yeah, it she was wonderful. Um, Melissa Gilbert. Melissa from- Gilbert from How is, How House on yeah, the Prairie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Melissa Gilbert. Yeah, you can yeah. see her name around me. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, also Corbin Burnson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. These, I are, didn't the, know these are the was. big, these are the big heavy hitters here. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know who he was. <laughs> but anyway, um, my name in the movie, it's called When We Last Spoke. What's the premise? So listen, it it's based off of a true story, and the story is truly beautiful. Like it could have been done so well <laughs> it could have it could have okay. it could have it could have <laughs> it could have been done so well it's about these two sisters who um were reared by their grandparents because their daddy died in vietnam and their mom ran off to be an actress you know and left him with the grandparents and that uh, one ran away and left and tried to go out and find the mom. And then the granddaddy is getting sick and dying. And so she comes back home and it's their talk, their relationship. And the last time they talk to each other, but it sounds very Hallmark. Channel. It yeah. is it's super cheesy. Um, but it was, you know, like 
Dumpling. I was, I was, I had my own trailer. I had people like carrying me from one spot to another. There was somebody walking with an umbrella above my face. I thought it because I was, it's because that, you know, I'm an actress now. But it was so, I didn't get sunburned and be a different color from one scene to the next because it was so hot outside in, in Georgia when we were filming. Uh, but I was, that was catered to so much. And then at the Hallmark movie, they just, my dressing room was a Sunday school at a Sunday school classroom at a church. That tracks. <laughs> yeah. It was ridiculous. And like there were scenes where, where they're showing Vietnam and it just looks like one of those history channel shows where it's like really fast across the screen showing war shooting. And it, it's got the, the dad, he's in his little green tent in, in Vietnam writing the letters back to the daughters, but then you can see a big-ass oak tree behind him. <laughs> like You can clearly see he is not in the jungle. He the oaks of Nam. For sure, you know? But, so, it's, it was in South Vietnam. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, that's, I mean, it's it, it was good. My name in the movie is Dixie Flag. Ooh. Yeah, I'm like, what a climate. What a That's climate a- to live in the year 2021. See, I, I knew nothing about this. I just saw the credit and the role that you filled. And I've got to be honest, I assume this was an adult film. When Dixie I saw flag. your name was <laughs> It had two Gs. Two Gs at the end. <laughs> and 14 Xs in Dixie. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Yeah, I was Corbin Burnson's wet nurse. I mean, <laughs> no wet nurse, hospice nurse. Oh, hospice nurse. Those, those are very different jobs, Hillary. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> yes, there's a. I'm gonna watch this movie. <laughs> We're going to have a dead girl stalking live screening here in town is what we're going to do. <laughs> Y'all going to come through here. We'll do a whole show around it. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. That is not what I meant. <laughs> if awesome. I ever fall in hard times and have to, like, move down to the bayou and strip, can I please borrow Dixie Flag? Yes. Okay. I think you have to. Dixie Flag, the wet nerd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can't Welcome to the stage. <laughs> What's on the horizon for you guys? Well, uh, so now I've, I've taken a back seat um, and I'm You're corralling. You're like managing, right? Corralling. Yes. She's managing all of this. Mm-mm. You couldn't, you, there is no better manager, Hillary. Well, like, I'm telling you. Bridget is very talented. You I are. Try. I don't know. I send her on some adventures for sure. You she do. Loves it. Look, she loves it. She's out there drinking with Hell's Angels and making them <laughs> Dixie flag in the hizzy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's out there causing trouble all her own, and I feel I feel responsible for. I appreciate that. that, but uh, yeah, so I'm just uh, trying to help her succeed because I believe in her star. I've seen it from the beginning, and uh, but she needs help. <laughs> she needs help. <laughs> she needs help. <laughs> She's helpless. <laughs> um, oh my god, She's not. I do have a brain that works no, absolutely, sometimes. Absolutely, it's just more but, left. It's more left brain. You know, I am a toddler on the loose. Artsy brain. She's very artsy brain. I don't know what that means. I, I just mean, like that just means you need someone to help or organize. Yeah, the mm-hmm. organizing mm-hmm. part. That's, yeah. All, that's all that is. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what I need. I was like, here, can you keep me on task? And I mean, I try. So that's my job. 
And I'm I'm just happy that we got together this weekend. This is yeah, uh, we haven't seen each other in a while. We haven't seen each other since uh, September, which is not normal for us. Yeah, (laughs) that's a long time. And um, she's got show uh, her last show here tonight, and then I drive her back to Asheville tomorrow. And she's got more stuff to do. Have a show in Waynesville, North Carolina. Yeah. Oh, scenic Waynesville. Scenic Waynesville. Yes, it is. Yes, it is beautiful. My dad threatened to come to that show. Yeah, I hope you, <laughs> you should come down and I can probably book you in Lumberton if you really wanted that. Oh my God. See, but then I wonder if my mom would be too close. Where is she at? She's in Dillon, South Carolina. She's very close. She's, I, I know it's like 45 minutes. I used to drive <laughs> between there when I was nine years old. Yeah, like I'm trying to get her in Myrtle Beach. She's like, you know how close my mom is? <laughs> <laughs> Is this gonna, so we're avoiding mom? Is that what I'm getting off this? Well, I mean, I think it's more she's been avoiding me for the past 10 years, but yeah. I don't know. That's a whole other basket of worms. Yeah, that we don't have the time. That's okay. That. So what's your next show? Are you taking a break until after the new year? Um, after the new year, yeah. Tiny so break. Just the T9C, yeah. Yeah, she's at, She's actually got a new website. I do. Oh, where can oh we God. find you? Bridget is on it. I'm trying to tell y'all. Yeah, I believe you. So her um, her website is the same as her Instagram. It's hilarious with a double R. Double R. Because the single one R was taken already. Yeah. So why not? But so that was she- years and years ago, and I'm not changing it now. So yeah. it's high. It's hilarious. Hilarious. High, H-I- like high, like H I G H L A R R I O U S at hilarious. Yeah. And that's the website too. And she's got new merch on there. Her I calendar's do. on there. So you can see when she's coming to you, you can contact her on there and let her know where you want her to come. Boom. And that'll come to me and I'll <laughs> You it. tell Bridget where you want to see me. <laughs> tell me where you want her and I will try my hardest to make it happen. And so is that the best way or do you have a social media presence as well? We're working on... I have TikTok, but I'm not very good at it. And Facebook really sucks. My Facebook account got hacked in February last year or this year while we were in Hawaii. And I had to make a new one. And the hacker is still connected to my fan page. And I have access to neither of them. And Facebook won't do anything about it. I saw you talking about about that. Go to her website and yeah. contact her because I will give you all the information we have. We have got to get it back. Yeah, he met who whomever it is, this hacker. It, I don't I think it's a human being and not a computer because right. they text my phone and held my page for ransom. They're like it they first said two hundred dollars. If I gave them $200, they'd give me my account back. And that was uh, at the beginning of the year. And then a month ago, they were like $700 going once, going twice. We need to get the sleuths on this. Yeah, so right. I, I don't know who sleuths. Yeah, I've been reaching out to people and nobody can help me yet. But if, if y'all know somebody that can help, um, please. This army of true crime junkies that's yeah, just sitting say, at yes. home next week. Like, yes. Jenna would be your girl for that. Yeah, like some Save Hillary. Save Hillary. <laughs> Save yeah. Hillary. Yeah. yeah. Because also it has like, hey, it was my original Facebook. 
Well, if we can free Britney, we can get your face. Yes, free Britney, but give me back my face. Yeah. So that's a for real problem. Yeah. (laughs) So So Instagram is the main way. And then my website. Yeah. Instagram and website. And And I'll be trying to TikTok, but I need more like interaction with it. And then I can give you all the things. (laughs) We haven't got onto the TikToks either. I, well, it's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> I watch a lot like, of TikToks. I hate it and love it at the same time. Yes, I hate people me. that work less than me getting so much more famous than me. Well, this is true. It's ridiculous. I, I despise that as well. But yeah. I enjoy the amount of talented people out there. That there are. There are so many. It's funny, ridiculous. Creative it's people. Yeah. Well, I know TikTok has knocked down the gatekeeper culture of entertainment yes so i will i will give that props to it well instagram and facebook had already kind of started doing that right but tiktok and tiktok is like well tiktok being launched also during the beginning of a pandemic where people are doing nothing but being in their homes brilliant it's like but yeah they yeah, it's a. They cracked the cold, man. I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm constantly amazed by TikTok. I gotta say, like, I, I refused for a long time to be a yeah, part of me it, too. But, and then I was like, what? This is a treasure trove. Yeah, you know, it's like a digital um, rabbit hole. Ariel and her. Yeah, her. Look at this stuff. Yeah, isn't, isn't it, it neat? Is my TikTok. Yeah, because I my see a lot of really <laughs> funny things, but then. There's also a lot of informational things too that I'm like I call those when I'm reading TikTok. Yes. So I was reading TikTok the other day. We say that so much. Yeah. I was reading this TikTok. So, so Hillary, you did Aunt Lucy. You were the infamous Dixie Flag. Do you have any other theatrical roles coming up that we should know about? Anything we can Um, talk about? We are working on getting my agency back because COVID also. Oh, I know. What a, so I had like after Dumplin', the, the producers came to me and they were like, hey, I don't know what you've been doing for this long in your life, but this is what you need to be doing. And I'm like, cool. Can you show me how to do that? Because I didn't know how to get this. Right. Like, can you help me get an agency? And they did. And I started working for the People Store in Atlanta. And they got me the Dixie Flag movie, and then COVID happened because Dixie that movie was released this year, and um, COVID happened, and they had to drop half of their clientele, and I was one of their newer recruits, and so first in, first out. Yeah, so I'm looking for a manager for that as well, or like an agent, not a manager. She's got that, but. And and she looks very official right now because she's on her cell phone. Yeah, she's, right. like, she's like, I'm making deals while we're doing Yeah, this. She's my people talking to other people's people. Yeah. <laughs> people your people call. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, there's so many people. Yeah, so many people. Well, there's going to be more because we're going to promote the shit out of you guys. Yes, Please. thank you so we, much. Thank you for coming and talking to us. We enjoy you so much. Yeah. Bridget and I have been talking back and forth for like, I feel like a long time. Yes, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I was so happy to be asked to be on this. And then I was even happier when you guys said if you had any weird questions for us. And I'm so sorry, but you know, we hogged up the conversation. Yes. We hogged it up. <laughs> Please, we're on the clock. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I would whatever. love to come back on. I don't know if you would yeah. to talk about like weird dead stuff. We can I do want to know more about that. Yeah. Yeah. We can do that. Anytime you want to do a part two, 
I don't know when you guys are going to be together the next time or whenever. Well, oh, here we go. (laughs) What a segue. We're working on that. We got to get permission from her lady, but we're working on the last weekend of every month. We have our time reserved with one another. Yeah. So we need to be with each other. In order for the corralling to happen. Yeah, The The tucking in. It's yeah, like a, it's like a joining of the energy and forces. Yeah, I can say stuff and then she can put it together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we FaceTime a lot, but like I get distracted. Yes, easily. Um, so my teacher said yeah. that I had ADHD in the sixth grade, and my mom said, "No, she just needs her ass beat." And so, <laughs> yeah, so- I maybe need to get. But the last weekend of every month, she's got um, things that she does in Asheville. I produce three different shows. She's got three different shows right now. Maybe four coming up. Yeah. So it'll be the last weekend of every month in Asheville. We'll have to take a trip and come see you. Yes. Oh, yeah. We can be on the show. Oh, my God. We're mobile. Yes. Because they dead stuff. Oh, my God. Okay. So two of the shows that I produce are in um, tattoo shops. And one of them... It's called The Girl and Goblin. It was the first tattoo shop that I started doing a show, and I love it. They're fantastic people. And the whole, uh, it's got, you know, taxidermy and oddities and such. But us. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool because he morphs animals, too. Like, he built a dragon out of horse, cow, and alligator bone. Okay. Nice. And then he made a Pegasus out of a lamb and duck's wings. Like it's wild in there, cool. but it's really cool. Yeah. Sounds like a James Patterson novel. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's one of my favorite venues. Yes. Because I, every just, show is so like, it's so good. It feels good every single time. And it's a free show. It's like free show. Bring your own booze. And we still make money because the people end up loving it so much. Mm-hmm. Right. We can like, come out and do a panel if you want. Like, we'll yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Like, um, we, I mean, we're, we're both comics. working yeah. on the first quarter of next year because mm-hmm. yes. we were together and I was writing stuff, <laughs> writing things down. Yeah. I gave her a pen and everything. And she, yeah. Just- I was like, look at this. We've got all these shows ready to go. Do you have even one weird question before I wrap this up? Oh, my God. Um, Which one? (laughs) She says as she pulls her skin off of her face. No, she's getting, like, intense real quick. Yes. Okay, so are you guys familiar with the body farm in Knoxville? Yeah. My uncle went to that. My uncle Denver that passed away came to – he He donated donated. his body to that. That's where I want to donate my body. You do? Yeah. I want to be in one of those mushroom sacks. Okay, so I was watching Hannibal. Okay, or Lecter, or whatever. yeah, Hannibal Lecter is his- is the whole show. Is that the name of it? Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen like the the series that they made. Yeah, oh. on- yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's very weird. But they had a thing where there was some serial killer burying people, and the mushrooms, and the mushrooms were growing. Is how they found them. Yeah, there or- were mushrooms growing out of their. Like they were the fertilizer for the mushrooms. Because they weren't completely dead. He was keeping them partially alive so that the mushrooms would grow faster. So they're like basically in commas <sighs> under, that under the work. ground. I don't know how he would keep them alive. How did he keep them alive? He well, on a, like a, a 
Intubator. Yeah, we it had, had like them. I'm innovated and it was like a whole system. It's it was a very weird setup. And I think some of them ended up being dead, but the yeah, mushrooms yeah, yeah. Had already like so, mush- so mushroom suits are new and it's like a new science and it's not as far as that show would have you believe. Okay. It's, it's an idea that's very exciting for people who are really into green burial and they don't want the chemicals of embalming and things Me, like that. I, green. Yeah, green. So that's that's the, that's the term that you're looking for is green burial. Okay. Um, and so they're not quite there yet. Have you ever seen that meme? It's like, I want to be a tree pod and it shows someone. Yes. That's not real either. So okay. as your body breaks down, there's too much nitrogen that's released. So you'd actually kill the tree seed. Okay. How we are as people, but the, the mushroom suit has potential, but right now it's nowhere near what that show would lead you to believe. But if you really want to donate your body, the body farm is a great place to do that. And also we recently interviewed the guy who trains cadaver dogs and you could, you can donate your body to that program and that'll help the dogs learn how to be really great cadaver dogs, which we were not aware that you could do that. We learned yeah, you that. can be a practice body. You can be a practice body. That's what my uncle Denver wanted to be at the body farm. And yeah, so the, yeah. that's different, which is awesome. Oh. That's awesome. That's more for humans. To- that's for humans. Right. That's for, yeah. but, so but I think he wanted to do that and couldn't to the cadaver dog program. No, the he wanted to farm. be donated to the body farm, but they did. He ended up being a cadaver one instead. Okay, the body so farm like, is pretty uh, selective. They, they, yeah, these programs. they did, and he wanted that. He talked about it his whole life. How when I died, like even young, he wanted to be donated to the body farm. Right, yeah. But everything ended like, up using him for the a different training. The dog cadavers because they try to study it dog. under like ideal conditions, whatever that even means. Yeah. So if you're depending on like how you died and like your right. body composition, like a thousand things. If they the don't body think composition is a big deal. Yeah. So, so I get, cause I work at a donor program here in North Carolina. I'm at the only funeral school in North Carolina. So okay. we do all of the mortuary stuff here. Like if you want to do any death work in the state, doesn't matter where you live, you have to come through Fayetteville weirdly. Um, okay. So if they won't take you at the body farm, if they won't take you at the cadaver farm, generally you come to me. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So, and I have, I see everybody because I do the human dissection and I do, I, you know, help with the teach the funeral. I don't teach, but I um, do the anatomical donor management. And so anything that they don't take, generally we will take. That's so we, okay. we see everything and we do all kinds of different kind of science. Yeah, I kind of want our part two to be us interviewing you. You guys, <laughs> we should have we should have made time for that today. Yeah, like when you told yeah, me that, sorry. I was just like, yeah, like if she gets going, no, it's awesome. No, yeah, no, no, but you also her story is very important because yeah, people need to know about her. Yeah, star, she's star. Oh my right god! Now. So anyway, thank you so much, Hillary. Thank you guys. Thank you. We know where we can find you. We're going to post all your stuff on our socials. Thank yes. you. And if you're listening and you have any questions for us, if you have any questions for Hillary, if you have any questions for Bridget, you can email us at deadgirlstalking to you. That's the number two and the letter U. At gmail.com. You can hit us up on our socials. We're Dead Girls Talking Podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, and we will get back to you because we love our listeners. Thank you guys once again. I'm Minda. I'm Jenna. See you later. We're Bridget and Hillary. Yeah. <laughs>